Good morning. You listen to FloridaDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. I'm in Orlando, Florida, at Shaw Industries Aligned Dealer Meeting, Shaw Flooring Network, and I'm with Tim Balcom, the Executive Vice President of Residential. Tim, how you doing? Doing great, Kemp. So honored that you came to spend time with us. Well, it's good to be here. I wouldn't miss it. You know, it is a little tight with surfaces in just a couple of days, but you've got a big crowd down here. I think the count with all ends, 3,800 faces, so it's a pretty good turnout, isn't it? We were very excited, particularly with some weather delays getting in, so uh, we're very gratified that they've put their confidence in us. I think there's people, as we start into January, would like to hear how Shaw's been doing. Give us a rundown on Shaw's business in 18. You know, 18 was a great year for us. We felt like we made progress in all segments. I want to say right up front, we're still bullish on soft surface flooring. We had some growth there in dollars, which is is an important thing. Um, because we brought some innovation and some differentiated products, both in retail replacement, builder, and commercial with our new Stratoworks tile. It was a particularly good growth area for us. New technology with Lifeguard Blue and Bolera were also very good for us, and the rebranding of Anderson Tough Techs. I might add that, you know, I was just with Carpet One last week, and they also saw revenue growth. But, you know, it's fairly easy to get revenue growth when you have four price increases in one year, right? Right. But, you know, we're in an inflationary environment. We had price increases because we had legitimate cost increases. And really all we did was hold serve. But in the past, because of either weakness in the category or overcapacity, we weren't even to do that. So every time we had escalation, we ended up just making ourselves uh, less viable as an industry. You know, you said you had a good year, best year you've had. I'd like to quantify that some. I was just talking to Vance Bell, your CEO, this morning. He said it was, you know, upper single-digit growth on the top end. And, you know, when we start looking at the business, might have grown 35 to 4%. So for a business that's in the multi-billions like yours to be outpacing the market almost doubly, that's pretty amazing. Well, we're certainly honored and humbled to do that. We don't take it for granted. You know, a lot of this came from us being the first mover and disruptor in rigid and flexible LVT. We're very committed to staking out that territory and making it one of the key pillars of our business. And we had significant growth there, uh, double-digit growth there, of course. Uh, We also, as I talked about, we have not given up on innovating with carpet. So um, we really had growth because of things like Bolera, Lifeguard Blue, the rebranding of Anderson Tough Techs continuing to move up. So while we did have some price increase, you know, even in the commodity areas, what we saw was that we also had mix enhancement that, uh, at least for us, we felt like was important. You know, I was talking to Carbon Monroe at Domatex Germany. They're introducing a new product that's a game changer, being able to control every yarn. And I said, who's buying it? And he says, well, Shaw's going to buy one. So, Absolutely. We want to be on the front edge of that and really try to be more of a first mover. Now, we're excited. We, we certainly recognize, even though it's hard to track, that a lot of our broad looms, particularly if they are patterned, are being cut and bound by our customers and becoming an important part of bringing warmth and, and comfort and sound uh, absorption to hard surface flooring. We love when we get to cover the floor twice. 
All right. So we, as we look at the sectors, um, obviously, overall, great business. Let's look at residential replacement, builder, home center, commercial. All of them grew equally, or how does that break out? And one of the things we saw this year is every segment we track in aggregate had growth, some more than others, of course. But typically, you would have 80% growth in the last 20%, and sometimes that would fight. So the fact that all the areas were growing. One of the things we're seeing, we've done a lot of consumer research, but this year we've done a lot of dealer research also. And one of the things we're seeing is that our dealers are entrepreneurial. We're seeing many of our dealers that are growing are growing because they're doing more business-to-business business within their mix. They're not sitting there relying on just business-to-consumer. So we're really seeing, particularly as they move into more hard surface, that those designations are starting to blur a little bit. You talked about carpet, and you've talked about Cortec and rigid LVT. What are some of the other product areas that were strong? We continue to have a lot of enthusiasm around our engineered hardwood. That's a core business to us. We saw growth in that category because this past year we had growth in the new single-family construction business. That's a, um, one of the anchors of that business. That's something that as we go into 19, we're starting to see many of the big builders are starting to say that they would be happy to be flat next year because they're getting off to a little slow start. So we'll have to keep our eye on hardwood. Well, and they're late adapters, too. I mean, so they, I think they like hardwood because the consumer knows hardwood. It depends on the builder, but some aren't so bold to go into rigid LVT early, right? You're exactly right, though um, we've been surprised at some of the early adopters. The ones who have gone in have gone into premium resilient. They're not going into the bottom of that. What they're doing is trying to show a demonstrable difference in terms of the visual appeal, and they're making that choice available, and we think the consumer is driving them there, and then they're seeing the advantages primarily for labor. Uh, so much easier for that to get in and so much faster. Uh, let's talk about the role of brands. I mean, I know you're here at this meeting, you're rolling out that Shaw is going to focus on four core brands. My question there is, how does that play in conjunction with the, the partners you have here? Tell us about that. Well, we think it's important to think about our four brands as working all together. I think I made the analogy that Shaw Floors is like Ford. It's, it's a broad-based, and in some cases, the individual collections or models get more heat than that overall brand. But we want it to be something that people feel good about. Uh, we focus more with Anderson Tough Tech, just as they do with Lincoln. And it's a more discriminating customer and more focused distribution. And then, of course, Cortec is like Tesla, and you're just trying to drive broad understanding and acceptance because it really gets used as the generic. And we're seeing that category really start to branch out into four basic needs, and we want to be the leader in all four. And then, of course, Main Street Commercial, particularly as that market transitions to more resilient flooring and also more modular soft flooring, we want to stay on the forefront of that. We think those four brands all work together. And we believe that having someone close to the customer who can explain it. Because we think that while it's important to have a partnership, we think that that belly-to-belly, face-to-face integration is so important. We believe strongly in the BRICS part of this distribution. So to your Align Flooring Network people, you have done some research, I think, that's uh, uncovered the fact that the consumer, you know, they may not be asking for Shaw when they walk in the door, but when they're hearing the message, they want to hear there's a national brand behind the product, right? Exactly. They, and today, brands are more than just product. 
The consumer today is an activist through their purchasing habits and through their pocketbook. They vote with who they believe in, and they want to understand what our stance is in terms of the environment, what our stance is in terms of how we interact in our communities and how we treat our associates, and, of course, to bring exciting products. Talk to me a little bit about the issues that you think the industry needs to address in 19. Well, I think certainly one of the issues that I know many of our direct customers focus on is labor. Our labor pool is getting older. And I think we need to do a great job of two things. Number one, as a manufacturer, make products that are easier to install, but also to tell the message that there have been more small businesses started through the construction trade than Silicon Valley. That a college-educated person may start by doing some manual labor, but they can grow that into a great small business that uh, really can make money. What we hear on the consumer side, they take that for granted. In fact, with more easily installed products, quote-unquote, their guy can do that. What I think we've got to focus on there is more that recognition that flooring competes with everything. It competes with the stone and quartz countertops. It It competes with the more innovative lighting, the more innovative windows, the electronics that are going to people's homes. It's amazing that we'll now spend $250 on a doorbell and we squabble over a a nickel a yard in terms of carpet. Mm -hmm. A doorbell, though, that uh, you can see anywhere in the world. That's a pretty cool doorbell. Well, you know, what we (laughs) want to do is recognize that once you get in the home, flooring makes a huge difference. All right, real quick before we run out of time, what's your outlook for 2019? I am really bullish on 19. What we see is if the industry had uh, 4% or so growth in 18, Uh, We think it'll be less than that because it's going to get off to a slow first quarter. But we still see growth, maybe in the 2% range. Uh, We don't see recession. We see continued migration of product within that stable growth. Uh, So we're very bullish about where we are and the momentum that we bring to 2019. You happy with the turnout you've got here and the enthusiasm amongst these partners of yours? We're extremely happy with the enthusiasm, first and foremost. Uh, We work hard to make sure that this is a voluntary trip for them to come. It's not mandatory to be part of SFN that they attend the convention. So their attendance here shows that they believe in the program. We're very excited about that. In fact, having in market season all of our shows around the country, we've really seen a lot of optimism, and people are very excited about our products, about our new merchandising systems, and the attitude that we bring uh, each and every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people buy flooring because of what it does to their home, right, how it enhances it. It's, okay. it's about the fashion. No question. We talk about it converts a house to a home. It unifies space. It, it makes it warm and inviting, and it, it's a permanent and very intentional decision. Our research is showing that it's much, much more intentional. They do not go into it lightly. That's why it's so important to have a clean handoff from building confidence with the manufacturer and their brands and then that face-to-face selling because it can easily get derailed and we call it getting the spin cycle, where they have intention, but they don't complete it. Mm-hmm. All right, Tim, it's great to talk to you again. been talking to Tim Balkum, the Executive Vice President of Shaw's Residential Business at their Shaw Flooring Network meeting, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloorDaily.net.